0: Tennessee lawmakers try to limit the power of the state's medical board to discipline physicians. CMS boosts outpatient and home health payments, but some physicians will see a pay cut. And more COVID vaccine mandates go into effect. It's all coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. it's Thursday, November 4th, and I'm Alex Olgin with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services' final 2022 payment rules are a mixed bag for providers. On one hand, the agency is raising payments for outpatient and home care by about 2% next year. At the same time, it will cut physician reimbursement and increase penalties for hospitals that don't publish their negotiated prices. CMS finalized its plans to halt the controversial phase-out of the inpatient-only procedure list. This reverses the agency's move last year to start allowing nearly 270 procedures that were previously only allowed to be done in inpatient settings to be done in outpatient settings. That was met with pushback from hospitals and some providers, citing patient safety concerns. Ambulatory surgery centers, however, had cheered the removal of the inpatient-only list, and many in the hospital industry started preparing for the acceleration of surgeries to outpatient care settings. Tenant Healthcare recently acquired 45 additional ASCs. On the telehealth front, Medicare will continue paying for virtual care services at least through the end of 2023. Medicare will keep paying for patients to use both audio and video telehealth services, including for mental health care. Patients and providers have been waiting for Medicare and Congress to act on pandemic telehealth flexibilities to make them permanent. But there's still debate about exactly how to pay for those services. Overall, physicians will face Medicare pay cuts of nearly 10 percent in 2022. This includes a 3.85 percent decrease in the conversion factor on which Medicare bases physician payment, as well as 6 percent of other cuts to offset congressional spending. Physician groups have called on Congress to stop these cuts as they say physician practices are still recovering from the pandemic. Hospitals aren't pleased with other parts of the Medicare payment rules, especially CMS's proposal to keep a 20 percent cut to drug reimbursements for hospitals that get these medications at discounted rates as part of the 340B program. The U.S. Supreme Court will hear a challenge to this case later in the month. CMS also finalized plans to increase penalties from a max of nearly $110,000 a year to more than $2 million a year for hospitals that aren't complying with price transparency rules. CMS will fine non-compliant hospitals based on their bed size. Several studies have found that many hospitals are not complying with the requirement to publish payer-specific negotiated rates for a list of 300 shoppable services. Over the last few months, there's been a push to crack down on physicians spreading false information about COVID-19 and or vaccines. The Federation of State Medical Boards recommended that state licensing boards consider disciplining or revoking the licenses of physicians that do so. Some state boards, including Tennessee's Board of Medical Examiners, have adopted the policy. But now Tennessee lawmakers are trying to prevent the state's board from enforcing it. State legislators recently introduced two bills that would limit the board from disciplining doctors on anything, quote, "...solely related to the physician's prescription, recommendation, use, or opinion relative to a treatment for COVID-19, including a treatment that is not indicated for COVID-19 or is not recommended or regulated by the Department of Health, the board, or the FDA." Another bill restricts the board from disciplining or revoking a physician's license based on a physician's recommendation to a patient about COVID treatment, as long as it's in the patient's best interest. Republicans hold a supermajority in the Tennessee General Assembly and have been moving to roll back COVID restrictions, including vaccine requirements, allowing those fired for not complying with said requirements to collect unemployment benefits and banning mask mandates. At the federal level, lawmakers are also trying to crack down on physicians spreading COVID misinformation or prescribing unapproved treatments. A House panel is requesting information from telemedicine platform SpeakWithAnMD.com and the group America's Frontline Doctors, which, according to reporting by The Intercept, have been making millions consulting and prescribing questionable COVID treatments like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, hawked as COVID cures for hundreds of thousands of patients. More COVID vaccine mandates for the public sector went into effect this week. The Air Force said that close to 97 percent of its 326,000 active duty service members have gotten their shots. New York City started enforcing its mandate on municipal workers this week as well. Nearly 91 percent of workers are vaccinated. Much like hospital vaccine mandates, there was an influx of city employees rushing to get vaccinated right before the Monday deadline. In Chicago, a judge has suspended a vaccine requirement for the city's police officers until a lawsuit is resolved between the department and the officers' union. Less than three-quarters of Chicago police officers have reported their vaccination status to the department. This week, President Biden is set to release more details about the vaccine mandate for private sector businesses with 100-plus employees. Many businesses have been awaiting details since the president announced the forthcoming mandate in September. Now that vaccines are approved for elementary school kids, the next series of mandates is likely to be in schools. Five school districts in California have already announced mandates for children 12 and older. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, CBS Health executives said during a third quarter earnings call with investors on Wednesday that COVID vaccines and tests helped fuel profits and led the company to increase its full year outlook. Shares of CBS closed the trading day up 5.7%. The broader healthcare sector was up about six tenths of a percent. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.